hey now hey now hey now welcome in welcome in y'all and guess what time it is that's right it's porch time and i am your one your only ms mckinney and i know you guys have to be <laughs> extremely glad about that thank you all so much for joining thank you all for your continued support what we got going on y'all this is our third breast cancer awareness month episode so we have two in circulation already miss stacy and miss sandra thank you so much for joining us and today you guys are going to meet miss tanya now not only did she tell us about what she went through as a breast cancer patient slash survivor but she gave us a little more insight into the emotional standpoint of it um one of the things i enjoyed in this episode is that she pointed out to me that um, life didn't stop. Things didn't stop happening because she found out that she had cancer. Um, I always appreciate that type of transparency. I always, always want to find people who are willing to share their story openly and honestly and help another along the way. That's what each one of these women have done. That's what each person has done that has been on the porch. And I thank you guys for making this country girl's big dreams come true so stay tuned and meet miss tanya hey now hey now hey, hey now. now can you hear me okay yes ma'am all right let me turn myself down there we go thank you for joining me <clears throat> excuse me you had to work today no i've just been around the house um you know doing chores and stuff all the fun stuff right on i'll edit that part out i just <laughs> gotcha. wanted to chit chat with you for a second <clears throat> so this okay. is um our breast cancer series so if you're ready we'll go ahead and get started okay all right you guys we've got miss tanya today and she's going to talk to her to us excuse me about her breast cancer survival um tell us a little bit about yourself okay well my name is tanya i am 43 years old I am an eight-year stage two triple negative breast cancer survivor. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, my journey actually started off pretty rocky. I mean, I know with all the breast cancer survivors and patients, it's never a good time to get breast cancer. And mine could not have came at a worse time. When I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was homeless. I was carless. I was jobless. And how it started out was March of 2012. Um, I did my self exams. I, I do all the time. And in March of 2012, I felt something that just did not feel right. I mean, it was just like a little knot, like the size of a dime. And so, you know, I, I kind of brushed it off um, thinking that maybe it was because it was around my menstrual time, you know, how your body goes through different changes. Mm -hmm. But what you know, sparked my attention was the next month when I did my exam, I felt the same knot and it seemed to be slightly bigger. So fast forward a few months, I had relocated from um, North Carolina to Ohio and my kids, my kid's father and I, we stayed with a family member who ended up getting evicted within like six weeks of us staying there. So we all ended up in a homeless shelter. Now, mind you, this, this knot is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But I have all these other things in life going on that I kind of put it to the back burner. So finally, August of 2012, I went and had a mammogram done. And my son turned 
13 on August 1st, 2012. On August 2nd, 2012, I got the call that I indeed had breast cancer. Now, by this mm-hmm. time, it was the size of, say, a small golf ball. So, wow. Yeah, it, it, mine was very aggressive. It was triple negative. So, you know, basically, I started chemo right away. Um, at the time, my kid's father and I were engaged to be married. He then sat me down and told me right then and there that he was not dealing with no cancer and that he was leaving us. And we have not seen or talked to him since. You know, I don't know if you think I passed away or what, but, you know, I'm just trying to get you to see that, you know, my journey has been rough, like homeless, you know, my kid's father left us just high and dry. Um, And so eventually my parents had to move me from Ohio to Indiana because I was not able to withstand the chemo treatments and take care of my kids properly. So they basically rescued me and brought me to Indianapolis. And that's where I live now. Um, I went to one chemo treatment and come to find out the chemo that I was receiving was not shrinking my tumor, but it was actually making it grow bigger. Mm-hmm. So there was an executive decision decided by my oncologist that I needed to have a mastectomy like yesterday. So we met with my breast surgeon um, a few days before Thanksgiving, thinking that I was going to have to you know, wait until after the holidays. And she said, oh, no, I'm not doing anything on Thanksgiving. Let's, let's get this taken care of. So I had a mastectomy, single right mastectomy on Thanksgiving of 2012. And at the time of surgery, my tumor had grew from a dime size knot to a five centimeter tumor, which is like the size of a grapefruit. And this was the tumor that was protruding out of the right side of my breast. That was removed after I had my mastectomy. I went back and had more chemo for cleanup. I then started um, radiation on April Fools of 2013. I had six weeks of that. I then had a few more cleanup surgeries. I had a breast reduction on my, my, my good standing boob. Then I went in to have the deep flap surgery, which is basically just a, another word for a tummy tuck. Um, where they took my stomach fat and made me a new boob. They took my belly button and that was my nipple and they tattooed a areola around to make it look, it looks perfect. You know, it looks just like my, my other boob. Um, so I've had a few cleanup surgeries from that. And my last surgery was in 2020 and that was just revisions done, you know, for the overall surgeries that I've had. But here I am today, and I am here, and I am thriving, and I am surviving, and I am eight years and counting. Yes, and I'm so very sorry um, that you went through all of that and that um, the, your gentleman friend or husband didn't stick around, but thank God that you're still here. Amen. Um, Amen. Because they have said that the triple negative is extremely aggressive. So. Was there any type of mental? I know you had a whole lot going on, a whole, whole bunch going on. Yes, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes, ma'am. The only thing that I could tell you is that I just pulled my strength from my faith in God. Mm. Um, I did not worry about what it looked like, but I, you know, just remember what he told I remember specifically when I got that call on August 2nd and that lady told me that I had breast cancer when I when I hung up the phone I remember just screaming God why Mm -hmm. and I distinctly distinctively remember God saying in my ear why not Mm -hmm. 
Why not? What what makes you any special than anybody else? If I brought you to this, why don't you think I'm gonna bring you through this? And I, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I have I have heard the, the voice of God, you know, in my spirit, but this time it was like like he was talking to me like I'm talking to you. And I had to like look around, like, oh my God, where, <laughs> where is that coming from? But it was so like plain as day. I heard, why not? You know, like he he kind of jumped back at me, like I'm asking him why, and he's asking me why not. You know, I got you. And so from that point on, I, I just pulled on my strength from the Lord. You know, I also had my children to fight for. I was not going to leave them here in this world. They already had their father that walked away from them. And I was going to do everything in my power to make sure that I would stay here for them. I also had my parents, you know, I had church friends, I had close friends, you know, that just kind of, because they say when, when you get breast cancer, you're not the only person that gets it. Your whole team gets it, you know, your whole village gets it because they're fighting just as hard for you to win as you are. And so I know one thing that I did try to remember is your attitude, it, it, it's really important. You know, like if you go in with a positive attitude, you're going to get a positive outcome. But if you go in as well as me and, oh, I can't do this. And, you know, normally it doesn't end up well. So I just try to remember that your words have power. And if I'm speaking into the atmosphere that I am a winner, that I am a survivor, that I am a warrior, that I am coming up out this, there is nowhere else for me to go or do but what I'm speaking. So I just try to just remember to just speak positively, have a positive attitude and put these uh, boxing gloves on and let's get it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, um, you're my third interview. And okay. each and every one of those ladies said the exact same thing. Why not me? And yeah. I do think you're right. The attitude behind it um, is a totally different thing. But I'm on this side of it, right? I'm extremely encouraged mm -hmm. by the fact that you've been through it and are still saying the same thing. So were there any diet changes? As far as diet, um, when you're going through breast cancer with the chemo and radiation, that's like the first thing that goes. And it's so weird because you you don't have an appetite, but the steroids make it seem like you, you're overeating. Um, <laughs> I literally gained 40 pounds just off of one chemo. And so after all of my surgeries and treatments were over, I did make a slight life change. Um, I actually became vegan. Um, Thanksgiving of 2019, I became vegan. Uh, I'm sorry, not vegan, vegetarian. And I did that for six months. And then I went, uh, transitioned into full vegan on Mother's Day of 2020. So I've been a full vegan for about a year and a half now. And I've lost a total weight of 100 pounds. Wow. Now, I will tell you this, when I had my deep flap surgery, you know, by them taking my stomach fat and all that, they did tell me that my st the total pounds that they took from my stomach was seven pounds, okay? And then my breast, listen to this, this is crazy. My breast each weighed 7.5 pounds. So just with them taking my one breast off, that I lost 7.5 pounds when they, <laughs> when they reduced my other boob, I lost maybe half of that. And then when they took my stomach, that was a cool 10, 
pounds right there, you know? So after surgery, I literally lost like 20 pounds just after surgery alone. Body parts. So the only lifestyle change I can say that I've made is just becoming vegan. I don't eat any type of animal products or anything. Awesome. Awesome. And I've also heard that and plant-based as well. Yes, ma'am. Anything else you want to tell us about um, your cancer journey before you give your words of encouragement, last words from the porch? Um, only thing I could say is just stay true. You know, if whatever your faith is or whoever you pray to or worship, just draw from that and surround yourself with, you know, positive energy and positive people. Because I now know, you know, by my kid's father leaving, he didn't leave. God removed him because yes. knowing the person that he was, he would not have been anything positive for me. You know, he, mm. he would have he would have brought me down and, you know, had me in a slump. And so God knew that I needed to be surrounded by my family, you know, the people that were going to uplift me. So I would just say, stay true. Know that this is this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. If God brought you to it. He's sure enough going to bring you through it. Yes, yes. Love it, Queen. Thank you so much for joining us on the porch and allowing me to harass you via messenger. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for connecting with me. This is awesome. I love to share my story in hopes that someone else, you know, will be encouraged. It does get better. Yes, ma'am, it does. And I thank you again for joining us on the porch. I hope it won't be the last. If I figure out anything else, I'll definitely be coming at you, Miss Tanya. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Yes, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, oh my gosh, right? Right? I am blown away every time I re-listen. And yes, I'm a re-listener. Um, I'm blown away every time I re-listen to each one of these episodes and hear the education and the sincerity and the love in each one of their voices as they tell us what they've gone through as breast cancer survivors. Um, They are giving us treatment plans that we could consider. They're giving us even all the way down to foot treatments um, that we could take because, you know, some of those chemotherapies or radiation therapies mess with the skin a little bit. These ladies, y'all, have been outstanding. My prayers for them and their family and their future endeavors. May they be great. May they be wonderful. And may they always be blessed. Thank thank you, Miss Tanya. And thank you again to each one of you who have listened. So what time is it, right? It's time for you to be you, which is beautiful. And don't let nary another individual tell you anything any different. And if they do, get them right up out of your circle. Be strong and be blessed. Take care.